I made it back with Moses. Now, some of you was here last Sunday. You, you understand what I'm saying. I made it back with Moses. And I'm surprised. I am shocked at myself. Because usually, usually when I have another thought on Sunday, last Sunday, I very seldom, it, never, it very seldom, unless, unless the Lord really wants it, it very seldom lasts through the week. Because all of the studies and travels, it usually, it usually kind of gets fades or something happens. I don't even know what happens. Maybe it's my, maybe it's my squirrel mentality. Maybe it's me. I, I can't stay on track. I don't know. I just don't know what happens. But very seldom do I make it back with what was on my heart from the previous week. But, but it happened. Oh, it was this close. Because in studying for, for, for this thought about Moses today, I run into another thought that I'm just going to go and tell you, maybe next Sunday. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I had this other thought that I run into about deliverance drama. That just sounded good, didn't it? Yeah, but I'm not preaching. You'll have to come back next Sunday. But I'm not going to promise you. Because who knows? Will I make it back with deliverance drama? Maybe Wednesday. Who knows? I don't even know. The Lord knows. It's kind of like Jesus coming. I know not. Only our Father in heaven. Amen. But I want to read you these three or four scriptures this morning. And I'll try not to waste a whole lot of time with building up or, or anything like that because I do got a couple things I need to say. It's not many verses. It's not many verses. So, so, so I, I hope I can uh, move quickly uh, through it because it, it, I think it's just so awesome. And here's what I'm trying not to do because when I, when I know I, I need to hurry up, I, I try to talk fast. <laughs> and, and, and that don't work either. So, so I'm going to try to slow down and hit what the Lord wants me to hit. And, and, and then to God be the glory. Amen. Persuade us again. Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11, verse 23 to verse 29. Hebrews 11, verse 23 to 29. Uh, last week we, we, we touched on a, a, a big thought about uh, now faith and by faith. And, and the very root of faith, the very word, the root, the very, very basic meaning of, of this word faith is divine persuasion. It, it, it's God. It's, it's in God's court. And, he does that. And I, and I showed you, and I ain't got time to rehash it all, but I showed you uh, how God had moved in various people's lives in the book of chapter 11 of Hebrews, and he had done the persuasion. And especially we've seen, especially in Rahab last week. And, you, if you, and, and I, hope, I hope I end up leaving anyone behind by not going back, but I won't have time to go back. Uh, uh, but, but just understand, I think it'll, it'll fill in the gaps itself uh, as we move along. But Hebrews 11. Let's start in verse 23, and let's see what thus saith the Lord. The Bible says this. Here's that by faith again. That's Hebrews 11. That's just what that's about. It says, it's also, I want to throw it in, by divine persuasion, because that's what God did. God, and you'll understand this has to be the truth too. God had to be the one persuading Moses because he was, he was just an infant at this time. It starts with his infancy. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months. Of his parents. How many know his parents must have been divinely persuaded? He was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper, a special child. And they were, they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, there it again, divine persuasion. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction 
with the people of God than, than, than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense or the future or what God offered in eternity of that reward. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured. And there's a big word in today's thought. He endured. He, he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch even them. And then by faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. That's awesome. That's awesome. Amen. Brother Angle, would you bless this word this morning? God, we lift up this word that has been read in our hearing and ask you to give Pastor enlightenment, revelation, application that it has for us here today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. Come on, thank the Lord. Bless his name. So good to see you feeling better, too. I believe you feel better. Amen. Come on, thank the Lord. Amen. You can be seated if, if you want. Uh, before, before I really dive into that, I want to touch on a couple of scriptures that, 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 that will kind of set the course for us. Uh, give me Hebrews 10, 39, and then 12, 1 and 2. Hebrews 10, 39. This is what it says. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition. But we're, we're of them who, who of them that believe to the saving of the soul. We don't go back. We, we're not backing off. We, we're pushing on. Wherever we started, whatever day we started, mine's, mine's March 17th, 1990. And I've been pushing on, not always perfectly, might I add. Sometimes very clumsily. But, but pushing on, not going back. And then Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing now, and, and this is referring back to chapter 11. I want you to catch that because this is important. He's referring back to chapter 11 right here. Seeing all this book of chapter 11, seeing all that, that's in there, the Isaacs and the, the Moseses, the Rahabs, uh, uh, the Noahs, uh, 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 the Abels, seeing all these that has been inspired, all these that's been inspired by God and, and moved, seeing all this great cloud of witness, let us now lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. But here's, here's what I want to see. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Who is the author. Who starts it and who finishes it. He's the author and he's the finisher. You do know there's no boasting in faith. You, you still realize that, don't you? There's no boast. It's the gift of God. And I know that works with, the, with the, the thought of salvation, but it's by grace through faith that you're saved, yes. But it's still all the gift of God. Grace and our faith even. Our faith. It's the gift of God. 
Who gives it? I can't conjure it up. I've tried to conjure it up in people. I've propped and blowed and pushed and, and pleaded and held up people. I, I can't conjure up faith. If I could, man, I'd be in business. I've had a many I've tried to conjure up faith in. I can't do it. It's, he authors it. Jesus. He is the author, and there's no boasting in it. It comes through this divine persuasion. I can't manipulate it. This church can't. I want you to hear that, and, and, I, I, and I'm proud of our church for that. I'm proud that we're really a non-manipulative church. Amen. We, we try not to read scriptures in such a way or, 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 or to poke or prod or pry on people in such a way to guilt trip or, or, or any of that other stuff. A non-manipulative church. I've always, I got a hold of this. If, if, if we can talk you into it, who knows who can talk you out of it? That's why I don't try to talk anybody. I want God in this house this morning to talk you into it. Not me. I'm going to present, I'm going to present truths and scripture and the things that God says, but I, I'm not trying to talk in. I want God to work through this word into your heart and your soul by his spirit to talk you into it. Because if he talks you into it, my God in heaven, if the Holy Ghost talks you into it, there's not a devil, there's not a man, there's not an organization, there's not a group, there's not a family member that can talk you out of it. And I am a witness be to that. Amen. Amen. So it takes that. It, it takes the Lord. It, it takes him moving. It takes him authoring slash, I want you to get that, slash finishing. And I, I'm understanding. It, it don't, it, it, there's a big slash there sometimes of where it all started. And, and, and a lot of times we're hung up there where it starts. I mean, those are usually big moments, and they, they, we should celebrate them. They are awesome. They're always great. When Jesus starts faith in us, when he divinely moves in such a way that it stirs us to look to him and faith comes alive. And like me, I know the date, March 17, 1990. I just know it. I know. Although it actually started a while before that. I know. And you've heard that story. I ain't got time to tell it. I, I was actually, I actually come to faith uh, a week before that under a race car. I, like I said, I ain't got time to tell it. Never mind. You'll just have to, you'll just have to trust me. I give my heart to Jesus up under a hot rod with a hound dog looking at me eye to eye. So, hey, you can get saved for whoever looking at you. Mine was a hound dog. Big old floppy ears, big old eyes. Called him Grump. After a boy I used to race with. <laughs> That's no, enough on that story. <laughs> Dang, I'm getting in trouble already. And I'm already squirreling. I'm already squirreling. Here we go. Here we go. Back on track, brotherly. Back on it. But, but there's this gap. Here it is. Here it is. December the 15th, 2019. 29 years has done elapsed since it started. And here's what I know. Here's the reason I'm bringing that out is this. I've needed God to keep persuading me. As radically as I got saved and as fired up as I was, I mean, when I got saved, I, I come... I come out of there. I come out of there running, energized, jumping seats. Hope, well, not for the first year or two, but, but thereafter, really fired up. I had to take a minute and soak it all in. I had to get the Holy Ghost all down in me. But now once, it, once she broke loose, I was gone, baby. 
I'm not, I'm not near as wild now. Age has tempered me. Age has slowed me down. Amen. Amen. But 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 I've needed him. You know, when I, I thought I thought I thought, man, when he first touched my soul, I won't never need anything else. I did. I thought that. I thought, man, I am saved till eternity. And I was, but but I didn't realize life just keeps coming. And here's what I want you to hear. Things keep coming. Don't they? Don't things just keep coming? It keeps coming at us. And then I love this story. That's why I love, that's why I was so fired up about this Moses story even last week. Because I done, I done went ahead. I can't help it. I try not to. I try to hold back. But I can't help it. That's like even the other, the other message I got. I couldn't help it. I'm weak. It's exciting. So I got all this stuff in my head about another thought. But, but anyway, but, 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 but stuff kept coming at Moses too in his life. And here's what I want you to see about this story. The, the bulk of this story, he enters this sacred chapter, Hebrews 11. We, we, some, I've heard people call it the Hall of Fame of Faith. It's that big. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like the enshrinement. If you're in Hebrews 11, you're like enshrined. And it's like, like all the Hall of Fame things for the sports fans and stuff. You're like, woohoo! And now we'd like to... Introduce you to our this year's inductee, Moses. Come on up here, Moses. Welcome to the Hall of Faith this year. You know, we're not going to get finished, are we? <coughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, but but here's, here's what I know about Moses. For Moses to end up in Hebrews 11, see, his life, his life is broke up in really three 40-year segments. It just was. It was just 40 years. In the palace, forty years, in 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 the, in with his in the wilderness, ten sheep with Jethro, his in-laws, and then there's there's this forty years leading as Pastor Moses, and it's broke up like that. But here's here's what I learned that that they they could have never wrote this about Moses in Hebrews eleven on his first forty years. When when really the story really started, because that's when he really he. He really started sensing God, but they couldn't. He would have never made it to Hebrews 11, or even in the second phase of life. Things had come, and things were. Had it not been for the whole, had it not been for the author and the finisher, had he God kept not coming and persuading, and that's why I wanted us to pray this morning. Persuade us again. Persuade us again. And I wasn't knocking your faith. I wasn't down, looking down. No, no, I'm talking about me too. Persuade me again. Because because I, I know that's what it's going to take. It's going to take that. Because so much keeps coming. So much. Doubt keeps coming. Huh? Doubt. Hard times, tough times, sickness, trials, temptations, traumas. Doubt comes. Sin keeps coming. Sin keeps coming. You know, fear keeps coming. It, it just keeps on coming. Though, though you were persuaded over here, it, don't this stuff just keep, it just keeps coming. You was persuaded over here, but unfaithfulness keeps coming. Come on. 
I knew I wouldn't get a lay amen right now. But, but it does. It keeps coming. It keeps coming. All of these things. Your enemies. Your enemies. They keep coming. They don't care about my March 17, 1990. They don't care. They keep coming. They keep coming. They do. They do. So out of this story this morning, I'm going to give you three, four, maybe five things. And real quick, real quick, I think it's going to so help you. It's going to so bless you. It's going to so strengthen you. We're going to see, we're going to see how God kept coming to persuade Moses. When doubt would come, when sin would come. When fear would come, when his enemies would come, when all these aspects, when, when unfaithfulness would come, that God would come and persuade him and be the finisher of his faith. Put him in the Hebrews 11 Hall of Fame. Yeah. I said, yeah. I ain't had a lot of coffee. I promise. I've been up since 2.30 this morning. And you know what? My heater went off last night. Keith, I thought about you. I thought about you because this morning, I woke, I woke up. It's not good when you wake up with your ears cold. I woke up. My ears was cold. And my ears ain't never cold. My ear, I said, my ears is cold. And Cindy, I felt her wrestling around there in the bed, too. And she rolled over. And she said, it's cold in this house. I said, that ain't good. That ain't good. Because we ain't got the air conditioner on. And we planning for heat. So I got up. I, I had a malfunction. I had a bad malfunction this morning. I got an outside stove. Some, some of you don't even know what that is, maybe, but that's all right. I live in the country. I burn wood, and it's out there. And, and, and it does really good till it, till it don't. Dang, it didn't. Uh, but 2.30 this morning, I was out there like, I remembered Keith. See, t- testimonies really help. I got up there, and I was all frustrated, and I was all aggravated. Testimonies do good. Remember when Keith had a heat trouble here a couple weeks ago? You know what he said? I, he rebuked the devil. I got up there from my water hose, and I said, you dumb devil. And I squirted down that thing. I had to add water in my stove is what I had to do. Long story. That's why I had to. Somebody's wondering, why in the heck would he have a water hose? It's all I had. I was going to fight the devil with what I had. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and guess what? It was froze up. It went. You can't make this stuff up. You cannot make this up. And I'm, I'm rabbit trailing. Good day. Back on track. Anyway, long story, my ears ain't cold no more. And, and I ain't had a lot of coffee. I ought to be tired, but I'm not. You know why? Because God rebuked the enemy for me. My, I got my heat working. Amen. I got a part this morning. Help my dad's house. My, my mommy back there, she had a part for me. And I'm, everything is glorious on Craig Street. Amen. And, and I've got a long ways to go in 15 minutes to get there. <laughs> verse 23. Go verse 23 quickly, Doug. That's just quickly. I blame it on you if, if, if I run over because Dustin ain't quick enough. Listen, by faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw that he was a proper child. And they were not afraid. Now, now, I know this even goes all the way back to his infancy. But here's what I know about this story. And you know, I ain't got time to fill in a lot of blanks. But you know mostly, basically, the, the story of Moses is, is, is there was a decree out to kill all the males. Going to kill them all because they were a threat to this Egyptian. 
uh, uh, society. So they're going to kill them all. For three months, Moses' mom and dad, they hit him. That's tough. Hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him. And when it got, I guess it, I guess it got too loud, too grand, but couldn't hide him no more. Now, the, the, story, the story, they built this little ark or cradle, boat, whatever, bulrush thing, whatever, pitched it, mudded it. Can you, can you imagine putting your infant in the Nile River? I mean, we're not talking lion, tigers, and bears. We're talking crocodiles. Putting your little baby in this little boat because they're going to cut his head off. If so we don't do something. So they say, put, put him in this little boat. Put him amongst the, 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 the cattails and stuff. And, 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 and sister, watch him. And, and the Bible says, the Bible says, here comes. How many know? See, you, we just sometimes don't know what God is doing. God is so into our business. We think it's all a mess, but it's not. God is so, and, 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 and here comes Pharaoh's daughter. And she went, oh, a baby. Yeah, and the story is so good because even she takes the baby. Got to have somebody nurse it. And guess who gets picked? Moses' mama. How good is God? How awesome is our God? And not only that, she gets paid for it. She gets paid for it. How about that? Gets to raise the baby, made the devil pay for it. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so here's what I know about this story, and, and I know what went on in the story. I'm gonna tell you what Moses knew. Although he may not have been raised with his parents or completely, but he he knowed his story. He knowed his story. He did. Mama done told him. Here's what Mama was telling him: Moses, you are special. You are a miracle. You are some kind of a special. God's got some kind of plan for your life. God, God's got so much in store for you. I want to tell you something. I, want to tell you, I thank God for all the folk, all the folk that's in his house this morning that looks at our young folk and tells them they're special. And tells them that God, that God's got something great for them. Come on, somebody! Oh, I'm passionate about that. I'm thankful that that you look, look at the kids. You grandparents, my us grandparents, we ain't we something? I like tell, I like tell, man. I, I tell, I, I get whenever whenever they ain't with me, and I just by myself. Like 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 Friday, I, I took Bud. We went to the uh, tractor supply. And, 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 yeah, he got poor, y'all love me. I, 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 that's all right. I don't mind. I don't, but I tell him, I tell him about God, and I tell him what God's going to do with him. He'll look at me. I tell him, God's got big plans for you. And I tell him, you're going to take over this, and you're going to do that, and God's going to do this. And I just tell him, man, you're special. God, whoo, God's going to do it. I'm a, what, why won't you? Well, you going to let somebody else tell them what they're not or how bad they are or how lousy they are? No, tell them. I mean, you're a miracle. I want to tell somebody this morning. I want to tell somebody. That we're, he's talking about Moses. No, I'm talking about you. And some of y'all in here, you're a miracle. Let me just re- rephrase that. Let me just rephrase that. All of you. I guarantee I guarantee you there's 20 reasons, easy, that you shouldn't be here. 
Yeah, you ought to thank God for that. You ought to thank God for that. There's 20, at least 20, that you should not be here today. And I'm talking about alive. I'm talking about alive. I can't even remember all the times in my life. I can't at this point. There's so many times I should have got killed, died, lost it. And I'm not talking about, I'm, even, I'm not talking about cancer. I'm not even talking about that. That's a miracle in itself. But I'm talking about these silly things, these dumb things. I'm talking about driving, driving 140 mile an hour DUI. You know, just should not. I'm talking about riding motorcycles in crazy places. And I'm talking about all kinds of stupid things. Should not. I'm talking about being places I ought not be in. Scrawny as I am, you see me now. I wasn't always this scrawny, but in places I ought not be, acting like I was a whole lot bigger. I talk about being in places, some of the scariest places in town, in Rono, with guns going off in these places we're supposed to be having. Miracles! I just want to tell you, I just tell you, miracles. God in heaven, a flat out miracle. You shouldn't be here. Keep that story. Hey, hey, Nate, you're a stinking miracle. And I don't really mean stinking, but you're a miracle. You're a miracle. Miracles all over the place. Miracles. Miracles. Miracles all over the place. I'm just feeling it now. When I get to feeling it, I ain't no hurry. Carrie, you're a miracle. And, and, and that's just in life. I, I was going to tell some of you. I'm not, and just think, just think about being here, here, at a Pentecostal church at a, at a Sunday morning gathering. Hey, some of your kinfolk, if you told some of your aunts and uncles you'd be here this morning a few years ago or even last week, maybe, I don't know, they'd go like, get out of here. No stinking way. I hope, I pray, and I, and I feel like God did. I do. I feel like God did. I feel like God pulled back the heaven for my little praying grandma who loved me. Who, who was the one in my life that could tell me to shut up? Who was the one in my life that told me I was something else? Who? Who was the one in my life where nobody else would? Who tell me? Tell me. I hope, I pray, I pray, I pray that, that the Lord pulled back in. And she, she probably... As you can see, I hope, if he ain't yet, I hope he does it right now. And you know what she's going to say? No way! you got to be kidding me! Come on, somebody. I believe that. I believe that. You're special. Hey, hey, if you want to survive doubts that keep coming and coming, 
in trouble. If you're going to get to the end, you've got you to be persuaded all over and all over and all over because other people's going to beat you down. This world's going to tell you you're nothing. People maybe even that you love is going to browbeat you and talk down to you. You need to, you need to let God keep coming into your life, persuading you. you now, I ain't even got to stop right here, but, but you are a miracle. You are special. Special. So special. Special. That's what they are. What all of you are. You got, Adam, you are special, my brother. You are. You're a miracle. What happened in this house last Sunday morning? It's a miracle. The deliverance that went on in this house, it is a miracle. And, and you got to keep, you got to keep letting God, keep letting God, because doubts will come, things will come. He, he carefully has ordered our steps. He carefully orchestrated our life, and 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 He is working, and it is a miracle. I got, I got to move on. I got to move on. Verse, verse 24, 25, and 26. So remember that, because that's a big part. But I got more, but I got to stop. The Bible says this: By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. 25, excuse me, rather than suffer the affliction of the people of God, stand to enjoy the pleasures of sin for this season. 26, esteeming rather the reproach, or I like to call it the cross of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had this respect, he, he had this honor, he, he was looking towards eternity, this recompense of reward that is beyond. He's looking beyond. And here's what I want to say about that, and, and I believe this because how many know that sin keeps coming, don't it? You get saved and you're all fired up, I know, and then it's, then it's Monday for some of you. Some of you may have made it to Tuesday, I don't know. I doubt it, though. But sin keeps coming. It keeps coming. And here's, here's, here's what you've got to be persuaded of, exactly what. Somewhere along the way, God persuaded Big Mo, Big Mo, that that sin fizzles. That sin, I like the way it says here, sin, sin is only fun till. Till it ain't. So here's what I know. I can't, I can't this morning stand up here. I wish I could. I wish I could tell you. Man, sin is disgusting, and, and it is. Sin is nasty, and it is. And sin, you you will hate sin, and, and you will. But sin's fun, and then it ain't. Sin is fun till it ain't. I'm just being real right there, Jerry. Sin is fun. Dang, and then it's not. Boom, and then it's not. You know I'm telling the truth. Sin is fun. But if you're going to endure, if you're going to stay, not get knocked off of God, that's what this is all about. It's about Moses enduring. It's about you enduring. It's about not getting knocked off of God's plan for your life. God's plan for your life. God's plan for you. don't want to get knocked off of that. And unless, and unless, and unless God keeps you, keep allowing God to keep persuading you. Keep persuading you. Get not sin will knock you off because sin's gonna keep coming. It's gonna keep coming, and it's gonna keep telling you. You know what? You know what? You know what? Its message is: I am fun, and it's not 
lying. You're not lying. That's what hooked me. Dang, it was. For years. For years. That's what hooked me. I mean, I got hooked right into it. I know. I heard messages about sin, fun, dealing ain't. And I'm like, man, oh, man what, right now I'm, I'm, I'm having a good time over here, preacher. Preacher, yeah, yeah. But, but, but sin's fun. And this is where the persuasion has got to come in. And this is what Moses finally got. He got this persuasion that, that, that sin was fun until it was not. That's where the trickery is, man. The trickery in it is that it's fun. And, 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 and so many seasons of our life, so many times, so many, there's this cycle, there's this cycle, there's this terrible cycle. It's fun, and then it's not. It's fun, and then it's not. How many, how many get it? I, I should have all witnesses on board this morning. Yeah, but here, here's the crazy thing. If we're not, if he doesn't continually persuade us, persuade us that, that the cross, he, he come to he come to Moses and said, I know that's fun, but he come and he persuaded Moses that the cross of Christ, the reproach, is that this is better, this is better than sin. Come on, it's better. Eternity, what's laid up, reward, recompense, it's better. The cycle just continues and continues. And unless we can allow God, we will get knocked off. We will get, it's, sin is like a, the bug zapper on my granddad's back deck back there years ago. Y'all y'all remember the bug zappers? Like some people are like, what is it? Y'all remember them, the little blue light out there? I used to love this. We just out there and eat ice cream on the summer. And and every now and then one would go, it'd be a big one. Granddad said, granddad said, that was a big one, wasn't it? Most of the time it was just that kind of them little ones. And then every now and then it was like, and Granddad, Granddad grinned. He, he got pleasure out of the strangest things. He was a good man. He was, he was. But, but it didn't take much to, I mean, he was content. He could just sit and listen to the bug zapper and laugh. He'd get tickled. <laughs> Maybe that's where I get mine from. I don't know, I don't know. I mean, we used to turn new calves into a field that had electric fence, and he'd take a bucket and sit and watch them all get into the fence. <laughs> he did. He would giggle. He loved to see the calf stick his nose against that fence. And, I don't know. I'm, I'm off again and running. But but that's what the, you know, sin is like that. It's, it's like this blue light bug zapper. Pretty light. And sometimes it's a big one. Lord, y'all get this joker out. Somebody said, and you invited me to this church, huh? I'll hold that against you. Amen. But I believe that this morning. God, if God's got to work in our hearts. He's got to keep convincing. And, and it happens. This is a lot to get to the place. It happened. God comes and he convinces me. Because I went through the cycle over and over. You know what I always told myself? This time it's going to be different. This time it's really going to be fun. 
I really got the right thing now. He's different. And all your friends is like, yeah, right, stupid. different it's the same and until God come on so I'm just telling some of you right now that have been persuaded even over this season in this church man it's coming again it keeps coming it keeps coming and and you need to remember man you gotta be like Moses and you gotta be persuaded even when it keeps coming that, that no matter how fun this looks or how fun this feels or how happy I think this would make me. No, no, no. I am persuaded that the cross of Christ and the eternity of heaven is so much more. Come on, somebody give him glory. And I got to close. I got to get ready to close. And, 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 and I ain't ready, but I got to. I got to. Amen. He's fully persuaded. You know why? Because fear just keeps coming. Verse, verse 27, Dustin, real quick, real quick. Fear keeps by faith, he forsook Egypt. Now, see, get this. This is, where, this is what got me hooked on this story. By faith, he forsook Egypt. And the Bible says, the Bible says here in Hebrews, not fearing the wrath of the king, and he endured as, as seeing him who is invisible. Well, here's what I know. I know the story of Moses. I'm not no Hebrew. I'm not no scholar. I'm not no Pharisee. I don't got Exodus, you know, uh, 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 memorized or none of that but I've read enough of the story of Moses I know the story and I know what happened he ran he ran hold on hold on he ran scared Hebrews go back you can go back when you got time I've got I've got it on for dust but don't pull it up don't pull it up I ain't got time I ain't got time it's in there though it's in there he he killed this Egyptian it was brung to to knowledge and he feared and this started his next 40-year life in the Midian Desert with Jethro. Jethro, altogether uh, another story. How many know who Jethro was? Jethro was one of Abraham's sons. Father Abraham, ever had many sons? M Midian was, where, was the daddy of Jethro out of that tribe, out of that people group, but, but he's the priest. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. But anyway, Father Abraham, son, 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 is now hooked in with Moses. And I just believe there was some, I just believe there's some good teaching going on, even in Midian. From Father Abraham's people. Amen, 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 amen. And so when he gets there out of Exodus 2, he runs with fear. To, uh, out of Exodus 2, we, we see that. We see that he gets there. And this is what I want you to catch because over in Hebrews, this is why I said he couldn't have been in Hebrews 11 in Exodus 2. But by the time Hebrews 11 comes around, God has persuaded him. Here's what he persuaded him. And i got to hurry. i, I got much more to say about that. But here's what he persuaded him. He, yeah, he, and he's not minimizing the fear. But here's what he persuaded him. That he was bigger. God, I am bigger. I am bigger than your fears. I am bigger. I just want to tell somebody, I'm not minimizing anybody's fear in here today about serving God or stepping out for God or risking it all for God. No, 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 I'm just trying to tell you that God is bigger. God is bigger than any of your fears. Any of them. He's mightier. He's powerful. He's larger. He might be calling some of you to step out of some situations. 
Well, he's bigger. You're afraid. Well, I know you are, but he's bigger. He's mightier. God would come and persuade him. Remember, remember, he set the bush on fire and all that stuff. Remember, remember. But he was afraid. He didn't. He was so afraid he didn't even want to go back. He made up all these excuses like we do. You know, all the excuses you maybe tell your friends you don't want to go to church or whatever. He was making up all these excuses, and God, God just kept telling him, I'm bigger. That's my word. But if you read the story, that's what he's telling him. I'm bigger. And he shows him. Some of you know the story. You know what I'm doing. <laughs> he's bigger. Bigger. So, so he, he, he was persuading. He was persuading. Here's what I know. There's no traction in fear. You're not going anywhere with God. Afraid. This morning, this morning, if you're afraid to move for God, if you're afraid to step out, persuade us to do it, God. Persuade us. Lord, let somebody in this Walton PH church this morning see that you're bigger. Because there's traction. There's traction when you can tell, see that God's bigger. There's traction when you see how much bigger he is. And that's what Moses, you know what? Moses went back to Egypt in that story, under under the focus on a bigger God, marched up to the palace, just like he'd been there before, because he has. He didn't even need no help. I'm sure they asked him, you need help, sir? No, I know where I'm going. I know these halls. I know exactly where I'm going. I know where Pharaoh's sitting. I've been here. Now he's here without fear. Well, I won't say without, but realizing God is bigger. I see why this survived all week. Maybe you don't, but I do. I see why it survived all week in that home. It's just hard to do, as you can tell. If you're a first-time guest here, people say, this guy's everywhere. Yeah, but this survived, and it's for you. It's for you this morning. So I, I believe that's one. Uh, I, I, I've, got, I've, got, I've, got to, I've got to just cut my losses here. I'm just going to read verse 28 and give you the thought. And we'll pick it up some other word, some other time. But through faith in, he kept the Passover, the sprinkling of the blood. And lest, lest remember, remember, get the lamb, do the doorpost, do the lintel, get in. For the 1201, the destroyer is coming through. Everything firstborn is dying in Egypt. Everything. Everything firstborn. It's not under the blood and in the house. Under the blood and in the house. And then here, 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 here's what, here's what, because unfaithfulness comes, don't it? It just comes, it comes. And it knocks us off our course of plan for God's plan for our life. Uh, ease, lukewarmness, not enough passion, but unfaithfulness. All these things, they swirl and they swirl. But here's, here's what God has to keep persuading us that, that to stay faithful. Stay faithful. That's what this is really about. Because they kept, remember, they would keep this Passover year after year. Just about staying faithful. Come on, it's about staying faithful. You are to thank God. You need to thank God. You need to lift up your It's about staying faithful. And God's got to persuade us of that. He does. Because this is where I used to mess up. This is where I used to try to manipulate you. I mean, man, you, you don't really get it if you don't stay faithful. That's not it. To stay to keep on track for God's plan. 
to your life. Because that's what's really important. It, it don't matter if you're sitting on this seat if you ain't on track with God for your life. Because that's what's important. That's the big deal. I'm not looking for religious or religion. No, I want you, I want you on track with God's plan for your life. And it takes faithfulness. I, I don't care what you want to call it. It takes faithfulness. You got to stay in the house, in the house, under the blood. In the house, hey, under the blood. In the house, under the blood. In the house, under the blood. In the house. See, I'm trying to be repetitious. This is, this is what they call effective communication, redundancy. So I ain't got time to go anywhere else with that. But it's true. And I believe it with all my heart. It was not just about being a Hebrew. Did you catch that in that story? This is, it didn't matter. You could be a Hebrew and still die in Egypt that night. Did you know you can be in this church and still miss heaven and miss God and die eternally or go into eternity without God? Just because you're in this church does not mean you're in the house and under the blood. And I got something else to tell you. My Bible tells me, and y'all can correct me, whoever can correct me if I'm wrong, but the Bible says a mixed multitude come out of Egypt. A mixed multitude. I believe they were some Egyptians. Done seen enough of God's power. Done seen enough of his working. Done seen some plagues. Done seen some mightiness. And they got to hearing, they, they all getting rams and putting blood and stuff and in the house. I, I just happen to believe, I just happen to believe it was a mixed multitude that come out of Egyp. I just happened to believe that maybe there was some Egyptians that we we gonna come over and play cards with you tonight. We want to get in your house, in your house under the blood. Hey! I know. I'm I'm done. Here it comes. Last verse. Last verse. I'm done. Can I tell you, neighbor? He's he's closer to done than he's ever been. He is. He's closer to done. And all the older people here are like, uh, don't, don't, don't buy into that. Don't buy It's a trick. It's like the bug zapper. Pretty light. Pretty light. Don't buy into it. Here it is. Here it is. Last verse. Verse, verse 29. Listen. And by faith, they all passed through the Red Sea. And by dry land, which their enemies... How many of the enemies just keep coming? They keep chasing. This is where I run into my other message. <laughs> right here. Uh, yeah, deliverance is drama. And drama has deliverance. I run into so that right there because because the enemies just kept coming. They just kept coming. Even after all that, and finally letting them go, they kept coming. Here's, here's what I want to tell you. Because our enemies keep coming, God, God has to keep persuading us. To keep following him. And that's what this that's what's going on here. No matter where it's going, no matter how it's shaping out, you've got to keep following him. Keep following God. Keep moving wherever God's going, wherever God's leading. I want to tell somebody that this morning. This I, I really want to take time and bring this out. This is I think this is the hardest for some of you this morning. The heart for somebody this morning is to keep following him. Because listen, listen, here's, here's what's going on. You see it in the story? Maybe not completely in this story, but in the overall story of Moses, he's taken us, even here today, 
by our following him, he's taken us where our enemies cannot survive. He is. Whoa! Whoa! I thought I, thought I had Pentecostal people up in this church this morning. Shoot! I thought we'd get happier about he's taking us where our enemies can't go. No, no, where our enemies can't survive. They can't survive. If you'll follow him, if you'll keep allowing him, this is tough. If you'll keep letting him persuade you, and you'll keep following him, he's going to take you places where your enemy ain't going to make it. Yeah, go on, thank him as well. Go on, thank him. He's killing my enemy. I'm killing my enemies this morning. I'm kill- I might be killing some of y'all too, but I'm killing my enemies this morning. By following Jesus. Wherever he wants us to go. Dane, you know I'm telling the truth. You've killed off some enemies. Following Jesus. That's the way we've made it. That's the way I've made it. That's the way I'm here. I didn't know anything better but follow Jesus. I've had a lot of in- we got lots of enemies chasing us. Right on our heels. Lots of enemies. Hard on us. Pushing. Bearing down. Got us pulled up into a corner. Got us at a red sea. And the enemy behind us. And all these all these things. I'm just persuaded if I follow him, he'll protect me. I am. I am. No matter what. Addictions. I told the Lord that morning I got saved. I got all the, I named them to him. I told him. He knew them. I don't know why I had to name them to him, but I remember naming them. I remember telling the Lord before I got out of my seat about where Kevin Elliott, not in this church, but at another church about where Kevin Elliott is. I got out of my seat and I told him all the addictions I had. And they were still chasing me. While I was sitting in my seat that morning hearing, hearing about the salvation of Jesus Christ, I, they was enemies bearing down on me. You can't go up there. You you got this and you got that. You got this issue and you got that. You're connected. You're 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 bound. You're you're hooked. It's a life thing. You can't get out of this. You know what? I found out that if I followed Jesus, where He was taking me, I went to the altar that morning. I just want to tell you, some of them right there that day got drowned. Right there that day. That day. Drowned. I had I, I could have been maybe like Legion or something. I don't know. A lot, a lot of them, a lot of them run off in some pigs and made the pigs crazy. No wonder I was a mess. And they ran off the cliff and they drowned. I come tell somebody. Good. If you follow him, depression. Maybe I don't know why that just popped in my mind. Maybe depression's been chasing somebody in here. An enemy. An enemy. Pressing, pushing, chasing you. Maybe some certain sin. You're hung in that cycle. I don't know. Keith, whoever, please come. Please come so I'll shut up. Oh, David did. You know, David, he just followed God, and he killed Jack. Enemies couldn't stand against him. Enemies couldn't do nothing with him. Where God's taking you this morning, 
I'm not trying to manipulate you. I'm just telling you the truth. Where God's taking you this morning, your enemies won't survive. I'm going to say that one more time because I only got one pH amen out of that. Where God's taking you, your enemies can't survive. They can't. You feel that, Paul Robertson? Do you feel that down in your heart? Oh! Do you feel that, Walton PH Church? Do you feel that in your heart? All the way to the back. Tony Jones, can you feel that back there? Connie Martin, can you feel that? Willie, up in the crow's nest. Sweet William. Cody. Mindy. people. You move in this place. You touch people. Lord, operate in here in such a way. Persuade people that in this house this morning, they're not less than. You're not going to the meal. Oh no, you're special. You're a miracle. You're special. speaking to who am I speaking to right there you're special persuade them God persuade them how special they are Lord persuade them sin ain't fun all the time only fun till it ain't. Persuade us, God. Persuade us in this place this morning. Persuade us that you are bigger than any fear we have. Persuade us, God. Persuade us to follow you.